Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Just Get Fit with Nikki. I'm your host, Nikki, a certified nutrition coach and personal trainer. And today I wanted to talk specifically about weight loss and my views on this because I posted a reel recently talking about weight loss, tips, suggestions, things for it, things that can help. And someone was not so pleased by my suggestions and talked about how it wasn't good to promote weight loss. And so I wanted to be really clear on what it is that I stand for, what I will support and what I'm not into. And so I have no problem encouraging and helping people to lose weight. As a nutrition coach, that is my job with 95% of my clients. I don't think there's anything wrong with striving to lose weight, to be healthier, to feel confident in your skin, but that does not mean I am for diet culture. That does not mean I support extremes. That does not mean I think everyone should lose weight or that happiness can be achieved through weight loss. Absolutely not. I do not think that weight loss will automatically make someone happy. I think that is something that comes from within. And if you are relying on losing weight or fitting into a certain pair of pants or having a flat stomach or having smaller thighs or, you know, never having love handles again to be happy, and that's what you think happiness is, then I think you're also in for a rude awakening because health and happiness are not a size. They are not a certain weight that truly, truly comes from within. And while I do work with women to help them lose weight, I'm also the coach that while I am successful at what I do, and I am great at what I do, I'm not someone who's going to get you super shredded. I'm not a coach that's going to get you six pack abs and have you be lean enough to get on any kind of stage. I am, however, a coach that goes, oh my gosh, I'm so happy that you ordered something that you really liked. I'm so happy that you honored your cravings and that you got dessert or that you bought that chocolate bar. I am so proud of you for listening to your hunger cues and really falling back on what you know about your body and what works for you best. Because I think so many people work too hard to achieve results that they can't actually sustain or results that actually aren't all that healthy or helpful to them. And that I think is the challenge because there are people who might feel better if they did lose weight. And when I feel better, I don't mean happiness wise. I mean, maybe physically they feel better. I had clients who I've worked with who have been able to get off medication because they were able to lose weight, get certain things in uh, control, and then got a pass from the doctor to say, hey, you know what, that one medication, we can, we can get off of that. I've had other clients who start working out, really focus on that from a mental health point of view, and are able to get off um, meds for depression. That's a huge win as well. And so I think that when it comes to working on our overall health, it always needs to take into account our physical, mental, and emotional health as well. 
when one of those is missing, the puzzle is not complete in the way you think it will be. And I see this in my own journey. I see this with my clients where they physically look fantastic. They wanted to look this way. Now they look this way. And when you talk to them, they go, hey, how are you doing? They go, well, I have a super messed up relationship with food. I have a lot of anxiety when it comes to eating out. I am barely hanging on when it comes to my training schedule because it is so rigid and takes so much time and I'm just exhausted. And that's where it's important to kind of take a step back and go, okay, well, you know, oftentimes we strive towards results and achieving something regardless of the cost. And last week, I sent a couple of my clients this infographic talking about the cost of getting lean. And essentially, what it does is it breaks down, you know, visually speaking, what the cost is to achieve a certain percent of body fat. And obviously, this is kind of the range, meaning saying, okay, if you are in the 30 to 40% body fat percentage, these are the things that you can do more of. These are things you can do less of. If you want to make changes, you need to do more of this and less of that. And moving down until it gets to like a healthy, unhealthy level of body fat. And the reason I show this to people often is because A lot of the times, many of us come from a history of either disordered eating or disordered exercising, or we've done so many diets and taken so many extreme routes over the years that we sometimes have a hard time reining ourselves in and going, oh, okay, this is actually just a normal, healthy, sustainable approach. And it is surprisingly tough to do that because so many people are you know, goal setters, they work incredibly hard to achieve their goals. And then they level up those goals. And then that goes well, and they level up again, and again. And before you know it, they've kind of gotten to this point where, well, maybe this isn't actually healthful. Maybe I can't sustain this, maybe I should be able to eat out and mentally and emotionally be okay with that. Because there does come a point when getting results comes at a cost that is far too great for the average person. And when I say average person, I mean, most of you listening to this, I am also an average person, I am not a competitive athlete, I'm not any kind of like bikini body competition person. I'm literally just a normal person. And so I'm a big believer in setting a training schedule, and a diet, meaning any kind of foods you're eating, that actually you can enjoy. Because if you don't enjoy your training, if you don't enjoy how you eat, well, guess what, the chance of you sticking with that aren't all that high. And so when people go ahead and set these goals that they can't actually stick with long term, they get to a place where they feel like they've failed. And in reality, they haven't failed. They just need to reassess the goals they've set and maybe consider shifting them a bit, maybe shifting to them to something that, well, yeah, I I could do that next week and the week after and the month after and probably for the entire year. And while I know that isn't very thrilling for many people, this is the difference between, I think, a diet or, you know, a challenge where you do something for 8, 10 or 12 weeks and a true lifestyle change. 
But if whatever you're doing has an expiration date or an end date, or I'll be finished when, that isn't really a lifestyle. And so like I always say, the results you get doing these things and eating this way and training this way, they're not going to last. You don't get to just work out for six weeks, have your body change in whatever way, shape or form it has, and then maintain those results forever. Wouldn't that be amazing? But it is also not real life. And so while I realize it is difficult to make these lifestyle changes, don't forget that you don't have to give everything up. It really is about small changes. And the other part is acknowledging these changes. I'm doing client check-ins today and I have this amazing client who I just adore telling me about her weekend and saying how she ordered this um, plate of food that she normally always orders. And based on her size, she's like, I know it's a little bit too much for me. My husband, who's a lot bigger, eats that same amount. And so she's like, I actually ate half of it because I was really kind of listening to my hunger cues and what I need and eating slower and doing all these things that we've been working on. She's like, and then I had a couple bites of cheesecake and then I had a smaller glass of wine, like six ounces at a nine ounce. And she was just like, oh, but you know, could have been so much better. And I'm just like, do you realize that you were kind of skipping over all these little changes that you've made that are a big deal? And I was like, you ate, you ordered what you liked. You ate less of it though, because you were honoring your cravings, not because you weren't allowed to, not because there were any kind of restrictions associated with, but just because you were listening to your body. You still enjoyed a glass of wine, but you had less, which was a conscious choice. Instead of ordering an entire dessert that you may or may not have needed, you participated, but you had a smaller amount. And I'm like, those are all wins. Those are all intentional changes that you have made and you were successful with. And I reminded that I was like, you can do that next weekend and the weekend after and the weekend after, as opposed to when sometimes we go, oh, well, I can't eat out. Oh, I have to get the salad, even though that's not what I want. But because I'm on this diet or because I'm doing this, that's what I have to get. And so this is what I mean about lifestyle changes. It might not mean anything dramatic where you've just changed all the things that you do, but it is small changes like really listening to those hunger cues, eating slower, being more mindful about your portion sizes or your alcohol intake. It's not about all or nothing. And while it is really difficult to go, hey, you know what? I'm proud of myself for making those choices on the weekend. You need to be able to do that because as fantastic and amazing. And as much as I want more people to make those small little changes, because they do add up, sometimes they add up in a smaller way. And smaller isn't bad. It just means that sometimes it takes a little bit longer to see that progress or to see those results that people are after. And that's okay. But I also know that is frustrating for many people. And so in order to be able to consistently keep going and to not feel discouraged or disheartened. I do think it is so important to go, well, how did this weekend go? What am I proud of? What went better than in the past? And to acknowledge those things. And if something didn't go very well to go, okay, well, that didn't go very well. I think I could do a bit better. And then to actually think about what you would do differently 
next time. It is okay to have challenges. It's okay to have tough days and tough weeks, but you do need to be a bit kinder to yourself and to acknowledge those small wins and the big wins in order to feel like you can keep going long-term because without those acknowledgements, you're going to want to give up and call it quits a lot sooner. And I don't want that for you because I know how frustrating and tiring that is because then you get to a point when you're going, oh, well, I have to restart and you don't have to restart. You just need to keep going because if you keep going, there's no restarting. There's just the continuation of your efforts and showing up for yourself in the best possible way. All right, fam. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget, you can follow me on Instagram at justget.fit and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any new podcast episodes.